Hi, this is Denna Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling, where we explore the lives of people who've been called to various types of ministries in their churches and in their communities. Today, we're here with Keith and Tammy Phillips, owners and operators of the Goff Funeral Home. Introducing you to local church and community leaders, The Calling. Welcome, Keith and Tammy. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for inviting us and giving us the opportunity to be here. We're interested in learning a little bit about your lives. Did you grow up in Monterey? I did. I grew up in Monterey my whole life, other than when I was in school. And it's been such a blessing to live in a small community such as Monterey. Where did you go to school, Keith? I attended Monterey High School. After I graduated, I went to the Kentucky School of Mortuary Science in Louisville, Kentucky. And Tammy, what about you? I grew up in Cookville, was uh, raised here, and my family ran a business in Cookville, and I went to school in Cookville. Oh, wow. What was it like growing up in your family? In my family? Yes. Uh, I guess it was just a traditional family where uh, mom and dad, we sat down to eat supper every night and, and just witnessed each other and was able to share in the community. Okay, what about you, Tammy? What was your family like? The same. I lived in a home that our family worked together in the business, and uh, we all worked together as a family, always growing up. As as children, we work, worked in the family business and uh, just had a good Christian home, loving parents. Wow. So, so you blessed. grew up working. You're yes. You're used to working long hours then. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I think for me, I'm interested in learning more about the person who runs a mortuary. That's a a very uh, serious business. What were you like as a child? Did you think, I I will grow up to run a mortuary? I was a typical machigas little boy that uh, (laughs) seemed to get in trouble a lot. And uh, I was so blessed that I had parents that would try to educate me on the correct way to travel down the road. But they instilled in me uh, work habits, and so proud of that, and the ability to to help other people through a difficult time. Uh, One of my first experiences was a gentleman that was killed in an extensive car wreck, and my dad uh, allowed me to watch the process of uh, reconstruction, and he took me into the room when the family came in, and all the emotions that was going on, they still showed love for him and the ability he had to give them a chance to view their loved one one more time and say goodbye to them. Do you remember how old you were at that time? I was nine years old at that time. Wow. My mother uh, wanted to kill him, I think, for letting me witness what I saw at that age, but uh, maybe it didn't mark me too bad for life. That was a tender age it was. to be a part of that. Do you remember what you were thinking that day? No, I was uh, always curious, curious about life and death and we were in ambulance business at the time, and I had seen a lot of people in transported, but never that extensive injury. Right. And how did you come to want to be a part of that business? Well, from that, I was so amazed that that you could turn somebody's sadness into a joy to be able to celebrate someone's life when they didn't think they could. What about you, Tammy? How did you get involved in this business? I worked at Tutco, and a best friend of mine introduced me to Keith. Oh. And um, we dated, and then, of course, I married him, married him and never thought I would ever be a funeral director. Uh-huh. 
always, I grew up in the grocery store railroad salvage business. So I always thought that I would run a grocery store one day or a railroad salvage business. That's a little bit of a change in career direction, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Um, What were your impressions? Do you remember the first time you thought, oh, wow, this is the family business? I always um, was very comfortable working in the business. There were times that I was afraid, as any most people are sure. in in funeral, being around people mm-hmm. that have died, mm-hmm. but most always being comfortable and enjoyed the work. So you married into the family people. business. Yes. <laughs> well, we're you know we're coming up on the holidays. Tell me a little bit about what holidays were like at your house growing up as a child. In my life. Christmas Eve was one of the busiest days of the business because back then Santa Claus left fruit in children's stockings. Yes. So we all worked at at the store that day. I remember that. I got um, oranges, apples, and nuts, and now children get transformers and things of that such. Yeah. Yeah. Fidget spinners. (laughs) What about you, Keith? Well... I always had a family that made sure that gifts were there, but uh, they taught us that the gifts came from the heart and not the pocket. And uh, living in a situation where there was a lot of sadness, we were always worried about somebody having to deal with death during the holidays. And uh, my parents would, would worry about kids in the community. Maybe they didn't have something. And occasionally we'd drop something off on a porch for somebody that was less fortunate. And, of course, that instilled a lot in my life and my heart from that. After a short break, more conversation with Keith and Tammy Phillips. I'm Denna Hornby, and this is The Calling. Today, we're back speaking with Keith and Tammy Phillips, owner and operators of Golf Funeral Home. Keith, when you have a family in a tough situation, as you do many times in this business, I'm sure... How do you rely on your faith to help you through? Well, for years and years, I've always uh, prayed and asked God to give us the ability to serve that family and, and make their load lighter and be a witness to them of uh, the faith that God allows us to get through difficult times. In the last few years, I've even asked God on different occasions to give me the ability to prepare that body so they can uh, mourn with a viewing of their loved one, uh, more presentable or more natural appearance for them. Tammy, you are many times uh, a heart reaching out to families as well. Are there any ways that you rely on your faith to help you through what you know will be a, a tough situation? They're all hard, but for those specifically. Yes, I uh, just ask God to be able to provide me with the assistance to be able to help the families to be able to get through this time of mourning the best that they can. When you're getting a lot of calls and um, life gets crazy, you're getting calls in the middle of the night, you have services every day, you do not get days off, what anchors you? You've got the little ladies that bring you some fried pies the next week. You've got the little kid at the store thanking you for for helping them through their mom or dad's death. Um, just small things just keep you going in, in the, our profession. Um, we live in an area where people are faith-based, 
and they're so thankful and relate that uh, through God's ability to help each other. Are there any times that you struggle for words to say to a, a child or or a parent who's lost a child? Well, I struggle a lot, even talking sometimes, it seems like. And we're supposed to be the rock, and as I've got older, it seems like I'm the one they're going to have to minister to, that I'm crying. <laughs> but uh, God just uh, has told me I feel like to, to intervene with some humor sometimes in the most awkward situations. Uh, recently, uh, Den and I had a, that happen, and uh, laughter's a good thing. Sometimes it covers up the pain that people are feeling. Yes. When you're on a a long trip, let's say, for example, you have to go to Nashville and pick up a a body, what do you think about when you're there in the hearse alone making that drive? Uh, It seems like there's always 20 things going through your mind. But uh, once again, you're kind of planning out how you can help this family. One of the blessings we have is most all our families are friends, which is also uh, a dagger in your heart because you want to help them. And uh, you're just trying to plan and process what they need. Living in a small town and serving a small town, that adds an extra dynamic to the business, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very few people are strangers. And usually if they were a stranger, they've been our friend when we get finished. Oh, that's wonderful. It is wonderful. So when you have a moment to yourself, what do you like to do? Do you have any hobbies? I would say sleeping is one hobby, but uh, I have a lot of different hats I wear. Uh, I'm the director for Volunteer Energy Electric Co-op. I represent the Monterey area. Requires a couple of meetings a month. Uh, I'm the National Weather Service observer, and uh, either I or some of our staff member takes a daily reading of the weather in Monterey and Turns that in. Uh, I used to play some golf, but it just uh, occupies a lot of my time. Uh, Tammy and I have a tendency, one of our favorite times is just to get out and ride around and talk with each other. I don't know if the the enclosure makes us open up more or nobody can hear us talk, but uh, one of our hobbies is still cruising as teenagers would. Nice. (laughs) Tammy, what do you do for fun? I'm a cleanaholic. Nice. And I know that sounds crazy, but I love to clean house and I love to iron. And I love to play backgammon. Oh, wow. We play backgammon. And I play cards with my mother and a group of ladies often. And just, yeah. Now, do you have children? We have two daughters. The oldest being Amanda, who is 37, and Allison is 27. Amanda is a single mother with two uh, 110% little boys. <laughs> when they come in, we may pick up snakes, and we shoot oh, rifles, nice. and we go snake hunting, as I said, and just do boy activities. And Allison is a, a single young lady that uh, seems to be blessed with uh, working in the healthcare field. She works in the cancer center in Johnson City. Okay. Yeah, neither one of them are too interested in taking over the funeral industry. Okay, well, if you are picking up a lot of snakes, that may come sooner than later. Maybe. <laughs> what kind of snakes do you pick up with your grandchildren? Well, thank goodness we've not found too many other than dead snakes. <laughs> One uh, time they were in, and the boys and I were out, and I have made these sticks up with probes in them, and uh, 
we went to the cemetery, I was putting a veteran's marker down for a, a widow, and I looked up, and the boys were going over the hill, and I thought, uh-oh, we're really going to find a snake this time, but we didn't. And after I got them corralled, we stopped uh, down the road to, to shoot a little bit at a remote area, and there was an old boar there, and the boys kept swearing it was a bear, so we took the head back, soaked it in Clorox, and they were the coolest two kids in school for a week with a bear head from Tennessee down in South Georgia. Very nice. <laughs> I'm Denna Hornby, and this is The Calling. Our guest today on The Calling is Keith and his wife, Tammy Phillips, who run Golf Funeral Home in Monterey. And Keith and Tammy would like to share a bit of a motivational moment on dealing with grief. Thank you for that uh, opportunity to discuss. The grief is such a tender moment in people's life. Uh, sometimes anger is one of the uh, outward expressions people show. And uh, I just told a lady the other day that I understood if you were, were mad at God, that God understood that. And uh, she looked around and told Tammy and I, look at what I've got. How can I be mad at God? She had a beautiful family surrounding her, and her husband was laying there in a home hospital bed. And it just blessed my heart to think that even at the most difficult time in her life, she was still praising God. People come in the funeral home, and they don't, uh, sometimes they're reluctant to come because they don't know what to say. And I tell them, you don't have to say anything. Just your appearance at the funeral home, uh, a word of I'm sorry and a hug is, is sufficient to know the family knows that uh, you love them. And words such as I love you are strong and come from the heart touches people at that time. I tell widows a lot of times they're so busy during the planning process of a funeral that a few weeks later, usually about two weeks, they're going to hit a wall. And that wall is uh, not because people don't care and don't love them, but we all have lives that we live and they're to themselves and what do you do other than just ask God? And people tell me they just take it a minute at a time sometimes. It becomes day. I've heard over the years people say time heals all things, but I don't think time heals grief. Time allows us the ability to live with that grief, and it's just a difficult time in people's lives. Has there ever been a time when you have felt you needed to to refer someone for counseling or follow-up care? Yes. Uh, grief attacks people different ways, and uh, I think an outward expression of that grief relieves a lot of that, and if you hold things in, typically in grief or any other emotions like that, uh, it can cause you some uh, distress in your mind. And Unfortunately, some people have even considered suicide from a loss of a loved one, and there's uh, different organizations in our area and healthcare officials that can, can help people with that. Tammy, how does that affect you when you see families who are struggling so, struggling so desperately with this emotional attachment and, and detachment? You grieve with the families and your heart hurts with them more. People say that you become hardened to death, but you do not. Um, it is sad for us, along with the families, we do grieve with them, and mm -hmm. we just try to uh, help them 
to be able to get through it. And sometimes they're the ones putting the big arms around us and hugging us and giving us the strength. And their strongness comes out. Give us an idea of the volume that you serve. About how many services would you have in a a week or month, a year, however you track that? Well, over a year, we're serving between 120, 30 families a year. Uh, Cremation has become a large proportion of the death industry. Uh, Sometimes I'm afraid that People are, are turning to cremation, not necessarily for the economic reason, but uh, their faith isn't strong and they don't know how to place it and they're scared of they know God is there. They don't want to be reprimanded by God by not being in church. Right. And they're afraid of uh, having to service sometimes because of that. Keith, you have a very special story that we were talking about before the show do you care to share with our listeners about how you became personally involved in this industry and yes. how you answered this calling for your life? I'd be honored to. Uh, I grew up in uh, Monterey, as I said. My father started in the family timber industry and uh, moved on to a railroad job. And the railroad job, he was gone away from home a lot, and I never never experienced my dad very much other than he was a deacon in a little country church and going to baptizings with him. And his, a lot of people in the sixties, uh, he took me squirrel hunting and uh, he was just a great, great man, but I never really got to know him very well. He died suddenly at the age of 39. He was about six, four and 145 pounds. You wouldn't think of somebody dying with a massive heart attack with that body structure, but he did. And after a while, my mother started uh, going with Mr. Goff. Uh, his name is uh, D.M. Goff, and uh, his father was pretty eccentric, I think, because he named him Dr. Madden Goff, and uh, his brother Dewey at the drugstore's name was Admiral Dewey, so he had a doctor and admiral in his family. And I've reflected as I've got older, everywhere that uh, Mr. Goff would go, I would go with him. I've often thought that I did that because I was afraid he was going to die. Uh, he was a very caring man. He cared about the people in the community. He tried to teach me uh, and and did instill in me a lot of life qualities of uh, helping others. Like I said earlier, I just wanted to be the same way and help people through life. And I feel like God put me where he did to help people, and I'm thankful he gave me uh, Tammy because she has the same desire to help the people in the community and in the world. It's nice to see a husband and wife who work so well together in the family business. Yeah, it's uh, funny. We'll be at a visitation some nights and get separated, a large crowd, and we'll start looking for each other and just kind of lightly touch hands and hold hands and maybe sneak a hug and a kiss. And we're blessed with each other, our best friends. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, Keith and Tammy, for being on the calling today. We'll be right back with more after this break. Thank you. We're back. You're listening to The Calling. We're here today with Keith and Tammy Phillips, who are the owners and the operators of Golf Funeral Home. And Keith and Tammy, we end our show each time with the top five questions. Now, the top five questions are sort of rapid fire. You get to answer quickly. They're going to be fun questions, and you have the option to plead the fifth on one of the questions. So, in essence, you get to pass one of the questions. Just one? Just one. 
Okay, are you ready? Fire away. Keith, what is one food you could never eat? Jeez, one food I could never eat might be eel. Eel. Okay, what about you, Tammy? I don't want to eat snake. Snake, I'm with you, sister. Okay, cake or pie? Pie. Pie. Pie, excellent. If there was a movie of your life, who would you want to play your part? Tom Hanks. <laughs> Wonderful. Pass. Pass. Okay, Tammy has used her free pass. Keith, if you were arrested for a crime, what would your family say it would be? What would it be? Well, thank goodness it wouldn't be streaking through the Dairy Queen parking lot, but (laughs) I don't want my one. You sound as if you've actually done that at some point. No, but I have a friend that has. (laughs) I Hopefully it would just be a minor thing such as speeding. Okay. What about you, Tammy? I could fall into that category for sure, speeding. All right, heavy foot. Okay, Keith, if you could make a rule that everyone had to follow, what would it be? Love each other. Oh, very nice. What about you, Tammy? (laughs) Keith, do you want to give her your free pass? Tammy, you can have my free pass. Okay, last question. And you can work on this together if you want, or you can share it together. What is the cleanest joke you know? Geez, I know a lot of jokes, but... Free passes are gone. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'll just give you a joke. How is that? Sounds good. Okay. If you have 10 apples in one hand... And 14 oranges in the other. What do you have? A handful of fruit. Really big hands. Oh. (laughs) Keith and Tammy, we want to thank you for your time here today. We are so grateful for you and for sharing your story on The Calling. Thank you. Thank you.